Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Call to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host. I'm here with Jack Watson. He's from San Antonio, Texas. He is preparing to serve over in Salem, Oregon, and he leaves in uh, like a month and a half, give or take. But uh, at least that's when he starts the MTC, and then almost two months is when uh, he'll be getting getting out there. So, Jack, welcome to the show. How are you? Uh, I appreciate it for having me on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and and for those listening, Jack actually reached out to us um, wanting to jump on the show. And and for, like I said, for those that are listening, we love hearing from our listeners and just from people that want to be on the show. If you've got a story to tell or if you know someone that has a story to tell, send us an email or message us on Instagram. Information is in the description below, so check that out. As well, if you haven't grabbed a copy of my book, Finding Your Why, How to Get the Most Out of Your Mission, definitely do that. It will save you some some heartache, maybe a little bit of challenge later on. But hey, I mean, if if you like a bigger challenge, then then don't get it. So that's that's cool too. <laughs> but yeah, uh, sure. but Jack, tell us your story. What led you to decide to serve a mission? Yeah, so there's kind of like two factors. So one of them was um, when I was kind of like inactive, like doing not what I was supposed to. I come from a family of divorced parents, so. They always gave us the choice to go to church. Mm. Um, it was just whether we wanted to or we didn't. We always have a ride if we wanted to. Gotcha. Um, so my friend actually invited me over. This was probably during like two, three years ago, like before COVID hit. And we were teaching his, he was teaching his basketball coach. So every Sunday we'd go over to the house with the missionaries, we'd eat, and then we'd teach this person a lesson. And I felt like at that moment, like, um, his sister just got back from her mission in California. So it was, the presence of the spirit was definitely there during those times. So as we were teaching him, he kind of grasped on getting the testimony and something. And from him coming from playing in the G League in the NBA and playing overseas, um, you could see how something was missing in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he found the gospel, uh, his life kind of completely shifted in a moment where like, he was going to church, was doing all these things, doing all these good things. And you see how the Lord blessed his life. Now he's a videographer um, for himself, making great amount of money. And just to see that um, during one of the meetings, um, he asked the missionaries, asked us all to bear our testimony. And then at the end of the meeting, they asked him if you want to get baptized. And he turned to my friend and said, do you want to baptize me? And then he got baptized and been it's been a ride for him super grateful for him in my life and kind of impacted me on serving because of the fact that i was able to sit in those lessons at such a young age especially being inactive and getting active to help him but yeah that's one of the stories no that's great i think that's so cool just to have you know an opportunity like that and and i mean as you were going or attending and participating in those lessons do you feel like it was I mean, I know you mentioned you were kind of less active at the time. Do you feel like that helped you kind of bolster your gospel knowledge as well? Yeah, most definitely. I feel like um, you're sitting there, like, I always think of it like primary. Like, you're just sitting and listening to the teachers talking and you don't really understand. But 
when you start to like get into it, like asking questions too that you don't know, the person's kind of like, well, he's been in the church, he was born into it, and he doesn't even know this stuff. It's like it's like an equal level equal level bonding because of the fact that like I didn't know the Ten Commandments off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Like and then we started studying and he was like, Oh, they're struggling with this too. Um and then the missionaries kind of help answer all our questions, especially for him too. That's way cool. That's way cool. And I like that you mentioned asking questions because, you know, they say the only stupid question is the one that you don't ask, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I, and I, I really think that asking questions is a skill. And, you know, if you can ask a good question and you're, you're questioning things, you're going to, your knowledge is going to increase so much faster than it would otherwise. I mean, that goes the same for, for anything, you know, it doesn't have to just be related to the gospel, but you know, it could be with weightlifting. It could be with basketball, it could be with soccer, it could be with baseball, softball, whatever it is. If you're asking questions about different things, you know, maybe you're asking about nutrition or things like that. You know, how can I, you know, what are, what, what do you do for this? Especially if it's, you know, from a coach, you know, I, I think that goes a long way. Nah, for sure. Most definitely. Questions are always the right way to go, people. Definitely. Definitely. And and so with all of this, was it hard for you, I guess, being kind of coming from like less active? Was that decision to serve a mission hard or did it just kind of come over time as you continued to participate with that? Yeah. So, I mean, that is, I've always like wanted to go serve a mission because my dad did. Okay. And I mean, I've got several several promptings um from the lord there's kind of it kind of ties into the story a little bit but um when lebron broke the scoring record that's actually when i decided that i wanted to serve a mission um there was a instant that day where um i never say good night to my dad i never go in his room um but i heard it like a thump and i just thought it was the tv and i go in my my dad's room and I say goodnight and like his head is kind of bleeding like really really bad oh, and if wow. I wouldn't have been there like 30 30 minutes later hour later he would have been deceased so we rushed into the hospital and that's kind of when I realized that like even though he's not as active like he doesn't attend church since he went on the mission and since he still lives the gospel standards in a sense but he isn't going to church that the Lord is still giving him those blessings because if I wouldn't have got that prompting that day, then I feel like it would have been a kind of a different story. But that's kind of the day when I decided to serve. And I've always knew I was going to serve because I made a promise with my friend um, who passed away a couple of years ago. Um, in first grade, we made a promise that we would uh, go on a mission together. And since when he passed away, that's kind of when I prayed um, to our Heavenly Father, I said, Lord, put someone in my life that can make me active, active and help me prepare to serve. And that's when uh, Gavin came in, uh, when he was teaching his basketball coach. I think the day my friend died, I prayed. The next day I went to church. And then, so it's, it's kind of a crazy story on how it all got um, to where I am today. But I always listen to those promptings is something that I could testify because it could change your life for the good or the bad. Yeah. No, for real. Wow. That's, that's pretty, pretty intense. That's cool. Just, yeah, I guess just seeing how everything kind of worked out, 
you know, and I know. and just hearing all this because I mean, obviously that was a memorable day, you know, broke the scoring record. That's a big deal. But, yeah, <laughs> but even more so because of that prompting that uh, that you received to you know make sure your dad was okay. Yeah, get him what he needed. That's, that's yeah, cool. I think we. I thought it was the TV too, so I was like, <laughs> eh, maybe maybe we could wait, but I just went in his room, saw it, and I got him to the hospital. He's good. Yeah. No, that's like what President Monson talks about, just or what he used to talk about, just never delaying a prompting. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. and I, I think Elder President Ballard talked about that this past conference as well. He shared an experience, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 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 huge, and especially as a missionary, because at least in in my experience and with me, it's is like okay, if I can show Heavenly Father that I'm someone He can trust, you know, hey, if if He gives me a prompting, I want Him to know that I'm someone that will do what He asks, no matter what it yeah, is. Yeah, for sure. And it's, like, it's just a matter of building that trust, you know. Yeah, I think the next day when I text my bishop, she's like. He sent me the President Monson talk um, about listening to prompting. So it's pretty nice. cool. That is cool. That's way cool. Yeah, and, and and props to you. I mean, that's. I mean, I, I I can't say I have the same experience. You know, being in a in a home with you know parents that have been divorced and such. But but I can imagine that you know posed kind of a different different struggle uh, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a struggle. But you know, the Lord's hands always there. So at your lowest and at your highest. And we'll always be there. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I love that. And so, Jack, for those that might be in a similar situation as to you, you know, as you know, as you were kind of coming back into activity in the church, what advice would you would you give them? Um, I think the best advice I could give to them is um, sincerely pray. Um, I could testify that um, to read the Book of Mormon too while you're praying. Um, set aside your phone. Um, I remember I was talking to one of my dad and my dad and he's like, yeah, when we were on our missions, we didn't have phones. Or like when we were growing up, we didn't have phones. So we'd always read our scriptures because of the fact that you're not getting the Snapchat notifications. You're not getting that stuff that's kind of delaying it. But I mean, go to the activities, even though it may be forced in some cases, like your parents may want you to go and being that but sincerely pray um read the book of mormon but also if you have worthiness issues um resolve that with your bishop because that may be something that is kind of dragging on you when you go to church and you're like oh well shoot i'm not worthy i can't be here um and as uh, wilcox's talk i mean he says worthiness is not flawlessness and mm-hmm. i actually had the opportunity to hear from him he came down this past uh June or July to this youth camp that I was helping out at. He talked about that talk and he said, uh, don't delay it. Um, Cause the more you delay it, the more Satan's going to eat you up. So I guess to all tie this around, like the pray and just go to the activities, go to the church dances. Don't be the one standing in the corner playing Uno. Like go. Yeah. We always go call them. Preserve. Wall- yeah. We always call them wallflowers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah but i mean i guess praying sitting in on mission lessons even if you have to get how the missionaries teach you yeah no that's 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 a great point too because 
you know, especially if it's a newer missionary, you know, number one, it helps the missionary get some practice teaching, but also, you know, part of the, the mission of the church is to, you know, strengthen, strengthen the members essentially. So that's great. And, and I liked that you also mentioned, you know, hey, if you've got worthiness issues, then, you know, just, just talk to the one that's called of God to help you get through that, you know, like, uh, and that, because that can be a hindrance as well for, for promptings, you know, if you're not receiving promptings, that doesn't necessarily mean that you've got worthiness issues, <laughs> but, but it, it, it could be, you know? Yeah, for sure. So resolve it with your bishop. Mm -hmm. It's the best thing because yeah. you're letting all that go and you know, you, you're starting from somewhere. Yeah. You'd be so much lighter, you know, there's just a yeah. lot less just weighing on you because it's, that's exhausting. You know, if you're carrying a it is. like that, it's just exhausting. So, but anyways, Jack, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Any final thoughts before we sign off? Um, yeah. Um, to those youth who are thinking about serving a mission, um, one thing or people who are, I'm 20 and I'm barely going on my mission. Um, the people who are from the ages of 18 to 26, um, 19 to, I think it's the same for females to 26. Um, read the book of Mormon. It's the true Testament of Jesus Christ. Um, go to that church activities, go to all these things that can help you, um, help gain your testimony. Um, one thing my Bishop always told me. And one thing, uh, my friend's dad always told me is, um, don't get your hopes up on where you think you're going to get called because the prophet, uh, President Nelson right now, um, gets revelation from Heavenly Father as well as the apostles when they do do that mission process. So if you didn't get called to somewhere where you think you aren't the fit, um, when you get there, you'll find out why you were called there. Um, mm. I don't know why I was called to Salem, Oregon, but I knew know that someone up there needs to hear his message and I could change someone's life as well as Y'all can change other lives because um, who wouldn't want to hear this message of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ and the atonement? Who wouldn't want that in their life? And brothers and sisters, I could bear my testimony for hours on this church, but just one simple thing, have faith and pray. It's the biggest thing that can get you over all those leaps that you're going through, all those trials. Um, Heavenly Father's hand is going to be there for you at the lowest and at your highest, and His hand's always going to be there. Um, there's this scripture that I'd like to share um, before we head off. And it's kind of uh, a scripture that has stood out to me while I've been preparing for my mission process. And it's in Second Nephi. Um, Second Nephi, I think it's 19.2 through 3. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shine. Thou hast multiplied the nation, increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in the harvest, and as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. I could testify that that scripture was me two years ago, four years ago, not going to church, um, and his hand was still there, the light was still there. Maybe the happiness of me going to church wasn't, but when I did, go to church and consider taking lessons from missionaries again and helping other people. Um, his light's always going to be there. Um, be Nephi, don't be Lemuel. Help others. 
Um, don't bring others down, brothers and sisters. As we sign off today, I just want to wish you all luck. If you all need any help, reach out to your bishop. Reach out to these priesthood leaders because it's between you and God. And the bishop and stake president can help you get on the right path to go serve. And like I said, it's been a pleasure hopping on this podcast. I appreciate you, Nathan. Um, I'm glad I could share my message with others, and I'm glad you're doing something for the youth as well, Um, not only for the missionaries, um, but for the people who may have not served or are thinking about serving them. They could watch this, and they could go back and go through all these things. As I've watched probably seven of your episodes already um, <laughs> in the past two days, so I appreciate it. Awesome. No, well, Jack, I appreciate that. And for those listening, hit that rewind button, listen to Jack's testimony and advice again. Really powerful. Take some notes, honestly, maybe even set a goal, you know, for something that you feel prompted to work on or to improve because there's a, there's so much and, you know, don't get overwhelmed, but just know that God is with you. Like Jack said, you know, once you see that light, just, just go to the light because it's, it's glorious, but Jack, it's been a pleasure. Have a great mission over in Oregon. Give them heaven. I appreciate it. Thank you.